Welcome to Unscripted, your weekly podcast featuring Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie, where they talk about all things promotional, marketing, and branding. As always, it's brought to you by Promo Corner's Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to a holiday episode of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie, and along with me as always is my good friend, Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? <laughs> I am ready for the holiday, my friend. It's busier than heck here at uh, Hossman headquarters, but you know, it's a little quieter this week without having you here. Well, I, I tend to uh, increase the volume in any room I walk into. That is one of my hallmarks, so I, I can understand the probably palpable disappointment in the office that I'm not strolling the halls. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah it, was, it was great to have you here, though, dude. I had a great time. I had a great time. And as always, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast <laughs> with me. Well, cool. Um, hey, before we launch in, I need to take a sip of my ice water. Okay. And as I think of taking a sip of ice water, I'm thinking the weather's turning colder. It's a good time to uh, to get an ice scraper. I don't care where you live. Yeah, no. And sure. if you're looking for a branded ice scraper, and let's be honest, who isn't? Yeah, why should? If you're looking for a logoed ice scraper, where would you go, Kirby? I mean, if it were me, I would and that's what I'm asking. Oh, okay, very great. Clear. I'm asking you, where would you go? I would for be a, looking. For at the good folks, the smart folks at Bay State. I, you know, I knew you were going to say that. I know you would get on your portable Google machine and you would Google BayState.com and you would find the highest of quality ice scrapers, not only available in the industry, but dare I say available in the entire world. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and boy, unfortunately... It is that time of year to be thinking about ice scrapers, for sure. It, it is, and I don't want to oversell it, but they may be the best ice scrapers, honestly, ever made. So again, again, I, I want to be very, I'll be very careful not to oversell it, but it may be the last ice scraper you ever buy, for sure. And where can they? Where's the best place for them to? to find these ice scrapers, Bill? You know, I think if it were me, I would use the miracle of the dual line Comrex and use the internet and go to www.baystate.com. And they have a great search feature on that website. And I would type in ice and then I'd use a space and I'd put scraper. And the variable cornucopia of options that will just flow down your screen. Honestly, I don't even have the words to explain it. Good stuff, man. Cool. All right. So do you want to start this week or do you want me to start? Um, I, I don't mind starting. Okay. So I was uh, perusing the internets, as I do on occasion, uh, for marketing and branding stuff. And I found a very interesting uh, on-pack promotional product from the good people at Coca-Cola. So in Israel, where it's summer right now, it's a little warmer than it is here, so they don't need a Bay State ice scraper, but they should still consider acquiring some. Sure. Any of the distributors in the greater Israeli area, again, www.baystate.com. <laughs> anyway, so when you buy a 20-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola at specific events in Israel, 
there is attached to the bottom of said bottle a selfie stick camera that will take pictures of the drinker of said product once it hits 70 degrees, which apparently is the optimal gullet downing uh, degree for beverage consumption. And it'll take pictures, and you can post it on your social media, and obviously Coca-Cola has some sort of licensing where they have it. I didn't think it could get worse with the selfie stick. I really didn't. And it's my least favorite product in the promotional products industry. And now there's a Coca-Cola bottle selfie stick. Kirby, where does the madness end? <laughs> so Where does the narcissism end? Well, I don't think this is a piece that gets better. Uh, you know what I mean? I, like, I, I think that the narcissism has maybe been there but has g- grown – with technology and ability. Um, and right. yeah, so it's, it, I, I think sometimes I come at it from a little bit of a different perspective because those selfie sticks end up being really interesting video, um, extenders for me. Um, so I'm not as quite as anti selfie stick as you are, but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of super curious to see what kind of pictures these take. Um, you know, looking at the, the uh, pictures that I saw on the internet and the article, decent pictures, probably, you know, three or four iPhone generations ago, you know, probably four or five megapixels, nothing, nothing fantastic, but I don't really want to see people drinking, you know, sugary water from the perspective of the bottom of the bottle. Um, obviously there's a great branding opportunity yeah. and it's, it's certainly interesting. I'm not going to say it's not interesting. Um, but as we go into 2017, I'm really hoping that, uh, we can, we can kind of dial back the selfie stick and any applications that it may be used. Well, I tell you from, from you, you kind of touched on it. I think the piece that's really interesting is the leveraging of that narcissism, right? That's what makes this brilliant is that Coca-Cola says, oh, look, that this is what's happening. So I, I think that's one of the things we, we struggle with as marketers or as business people is we always look at where we want the, the times to be or what we become romantic about and not the way things actually are. And Coca-Cola in this particular instance is looking at the world as it is. And saying, how do I leverage that to, to uh, increase our marketing? So I, I think it's pretty, okay. pretty damn smart. So let, let me play, play the contrarian. Contrar- okay, it is smart, but let me play the contrarian. At what time? At what point is it responsible for us as a society to try to steer people away from self-destructive behavior, such as narcissism, instead I, of profiting off of it? Yeah, I, guess, I ask you that, Kirby Kassman. Answer the question. Yeah, I guess what I would say is it's not the it's not our responsibility as a culture or as a brand to do that. I think it's our responsibility as parents. So <laughs> to be honest with you, I think that if we're, we're looking at it that way, I think that if, if we look at the landscape of the world that we live in, we need to leverage that to help ourselves. Okay. I'm not going to argue with that. I can buy that. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Okay. Um, so uh, as we have discussed here on the podcast, if you miss it, missed last week's podcast, Bill was actually in my office and we recorded it live. It was really actually pretty fun. It was the thriving metropolis of Coshocton, Ohio. That's right. That's right. And so um, we were working on a project last week and, and that's why you were here. And yeah. in the mail, I got a thank you note. I got a thank you note. Golly gee willikers. Yeah. Who from? Yeah. From Master Bill Petrie, who sent me a nice thank you note. And it, it, 
I talk a lot about thank you notes, and um, there are just so few people who regularly um, practice that. I wanted to give you a shout out, but um, so thank you for the thank you. Um, but honestly, it's a piece that we always say, you know, you and I talk about it. The greatest distance in the world is the distance between I know and I do. And everybody knows you should do things like this. But I have two thank you notes on my desk right now. And I wonder how many people in our audience, how many people are on a regular basis practicing this because it's, it's a great way to stand out. It, it, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's, it's a good question. question. It's, it's somewhat of a lost art. Mm. Um, you know, I don't write handwrite things like I used to. Um, I've always had poor handwriting if I write quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, it is an effort yeah. to write a thank you note that is going to be legible. And, and, but I don't mind doing that again because I know it's going to stand out. It doesn't cost me but, what, 48 cents for a stamp or whatever the hell it is today, and um, a note card, and maybe a few calories to burn. And I think it's an important way to really show appreciation to somebody because, again, one of my big things in, in marketing and sales is standing out. Yeah. And if everybody else is sending an email thank you, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm, no. there's, there, it, it can be just as heartfelt. It can be just as genuine. But there's something special about getting a piece of mail that's been hand addressed to you and opening up and knowing that somebody actually wrote down their thoughts, I think that does cause you to stand out. Um, last time I was looking for a job uh, a couple of years ago, I, um, I wrote, I write handwritten thank you notes when I can, you know, sometimes things either move, don't move in at all or move so quickly you're not able to but when I could I wrote handwritten thank you notes and a place I got hired they had kept the, my thank you note in there in my, my personnel file because it stood out that much and so I think to answer your question I don't think enough people do it and I don't think enough people do it for the right reasons yeah. um, and what I mean by that is why not take a few hours as you're trying everybody's trying to dribble out the clock uh, between Christmas and New Year's, why not actually handwrite some thank you notes to clients? Just say thank you for your business. That's a great idea. I, so one of the things I talk about, Bill, is you know what are the first things we teach our kids to say? It's like the two the two first phrases. They're please and thank please you. and thank you. Right, right. And, and get bent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I always say parents totally know what I'm talking about. It. We teach them to say please and thank you. But we get tired of hearing please. <laughs> right. But we never get tired of hearing thank you. So that is that's correct. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good right. one. And you know, if I may jump in, I also uh, said thank you as I arrived with a very special bottle of apple pie moonshine. I guess I could call it a mason jar yes. of apple pie moonshine from Tennessee. I have not asked this. Have you tried it yet? Yeah, no, I haven't. I think that's going to be a, that's going to be a Thanksgiving. That's going to be a Thanksgiving uh, treat for me. So I wanted to take the time when I could enjoy it. So <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, that is some quality jet fuel the mason jar. So you enjoy that. You enjoy that. All right, man. What what do you got next? Okay, so um, the Yeti thing, right? I know Yeti, if I go on the Promotional Products Facebook page, there's always Yeti uh, knockoffs. There's the Orca, there's the Viking, there's the one that uh, Leeds does, I can't remember the name of it. Mm -hmm. There's the Frio. Mm -hmm. 
are all of these essentially the same product? I'm pretty sure they are. But what do you think? I mean, you're actually selling this stuff front line, and I know you have clients who probably want to buy a Yeti. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, which, which do you prefer? And, and I'm not trying to get you know brand specific because we, we're all friends who are suppliers in the industry, but do you find any of these having any sort of differentiation, the Orca, the Viking, the Frio? Are any of them really different than the one next to it? Mm, that's a super great question. And so I would say in my eyes, and I'm not an expert, but I would say no. There's no big difference for me. But to be honest with you, um, I've – I don't have clients who are asking me for a Yeti. Um, now, I may, you must be the only, according to the Provincial Products Facebook page, you are the only one. Yeah, So, but on the other side of it, I, and this is kind of my tact, is I try to, I, I go on the offense. Um, so yeah. I have, the, the way I pick which one I like is the one I trust to deliver the best. So, I mean, it has, I, I think that the products are going to be um, similar. But what, when I say I go on offense is I go and say, look, one of the top trends that we're seeing is this Yeti thing. And so these are things that compare favorably. And, you know, so in other words, I'm driving that conversation as opposed to them coming to me and saying, Hey, I want to buy a Yeti. I'm going to them and saying, look, this is a trend you should know about. And I have a better option. So, and it's funny because pricing in those moments become, it just becomes a non-issue. No, love that. Love that. So that was a quick hit one. You got another quick hit one, Kirby? I do. It's, um, it's funny. Um, you've probably heard this before, but I always, and I tell my clients this, I've heard other people say it, so I'm not new to this, but I always say that in our industry, um, you can get things fast, you can get them right, and you can get them cheap. You get to pick two out of three. Um, and, uh, All right, which two balls do you want? Yeah, it's, it's right. And so, um, I talk a lot about that, and it's funny because I talk about my that with my clients. But I find myself recently in that moment where I was trying to get all three for myself. You know, I wasn't practicing what I preach, and so I was working with uh, a decorator that is mm-hmm. uh, inexpensive, low minimums, but we've just struggled with quality. And it's we we kind of in the last week really have made a decision. Look. We're going to have to sacrifice on one of these. We've got to decide who we want to be and we're going to end up getting away from that. And I just thought that was, you know, it's a thing I preach to my, um, my clients, but I don't always follow it myself. And I was just curious to see your take on it. I mean, I'm sure there are suppliers and and distributors in the industry who can do all three, but I just don't think you can do it all three consistently. No, there's not anybody that can do it all three. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it's price quality value, right? You can have, you have two of the three and you can do, I think there are some instances, very few and far between where you can get all three, but like you said, it's not even remotely consistent. So trying to be, you know, it's the, uh, it's a thing we teach our kids. You try to be all things to all people and you end up wondering who the hell you are. Right. So and when you, when you don't know what you deliver, when you're trying to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. Mm, yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's that, I don't want to say that simple, but I mean, you, you have to figure out, look, if I'm going to be a low cost provider, then I am not going to have quality merchandise. Yeah. It's high. I'm not, I can't compete. It's more of a competition thing. If I'm going to compete on price, then I'm not going to compete on quality because it's just, it, those two don't, don't coexist very well. They're not right. congruent. 
No, it's it, it. And what I found, and I, it was one of those moments where I had a look in the mirror moment, right? Is is mm-hmm. I was like, look, it's we are trying to get all three of these, and it doesn't work that yeah. way. And so, it doesn't. yeah, and so um, I just, you know, one of those. I think come yeah, to, I think come it's, to Jesus moments it, for me. It, it absolutely is. It's it's one of those things. You, you look. Pick the two. It's that's not to say you can't change and evolve over time. And I think it's something that's important as you uh, look at your own brand every year. And hopefully, people do that. Is okay. Who are we today? Who is our target audience? And who does that target audience need us to be tomorrow? Yeah, that helps you kind of figure it out a little bit. Yeah. I think, and people don't take enough time to really look at that. They're so involved. I mean, you know, if you, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. You know, you look at the goofball names that some of the distributors have uh, walk in a trade show, and they are so married to what they think their brand is, they have no idea what their target audience needs their brand to be. Yeah, no, it's a great point, and and for me, I I, I find that different clients want me to be different um, to provide you know, different of the two of the three. Does that make sense? Well, like some of my clients ab- want me to be uh, less expensive and some of my clients want me to be quality and ideas. So I think it's incumbent upon us to evolve based on our client too. No question. No question. No question. All right. So a couple quick things, because um, I know we're getting close to the end of our time here. Yes, sir. So one quick thing, this does not need any Comment. I just wanted to make sure that uh, the past everybody knew that the past owner of American Apparel, Dove Carney, uh, had commented that uh, since it went through bankruptcy and it's been sold to Gildan, we talked about that last week, that he has come out and said that um, nobody knows how to run that company but him. And just saying that gives me the opportunity to say, what a shit show. So <laughs> other than that, that's all I had on that one. So let's move on to my actual topic. Okay. Kirby, I want to know what two things – you are thankful for as we, you know, this will come out the day after Thanksgiving. So what two things you're thankful for in the industry and out of the industry. And I'm going to go ahead and let you think about that while I go ahead and, and, and blather on about mine. Okay. In the industry, I'm really, uh, really thankful for uh, PPAI trying their damnedest to launch the Get In Touch campaign, to really preach the power of promotional products to end users. There's going to be some missteps. There's going to be some speed bumps. But I love the investment, and I love the effort. I'm, I'm super thankful for that. I'm also thankful for the increased attention over the past few years to products safety. It's such an important thing with with clients and the more people that can be product safety aware and, and certified the better it is for all of us in the industry. So those are the two main things I think. I'll add a quick third. I'm also thankful for the people in our industry. I mean, this is a wacky, screwed up industry um, (laughs) that I've always said, this industry is built on two things, mild alcoholism and paranoia. But I will tell you, some of the greatest people I know are in this industry, and so I'm very thankful for them as well. Out of the industry, very thankful. This has been a very challenging year for me uh, health-wise with uh, with everything that happened with my wife. So I'm very thankful that she's around to enjoy Thanksgiving this year. Sure. And also really thankful for some truly great clients. I, I have uh, been extraordinarily fortunate to partner with some really uh, cutting-edge, forward-thinking clients that uh, understand not only where the industry needs to go, but they're allowing me to join the ride with them. 
And so I'm super thankful for that. So what two things are you thankful for in and out of the industry, Kirby? No, it's, it's a great topic. Um, and uh, so in the industry, um, I think I'm really, I guess I'm thankful for um, the folks at Promo Kitchen. Um, I think that it, just like every organization, we have our, our bumps and whatever, but I think that anybody – you know, the, the idea behind that, I just love the concept behind Promo Kitchen that we're trying to elevate our industry through mentorship and education. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm That's thankful. A great one. Yeah, I'm thankful for that. Um, and then um, I'd say the, the next one's twofold, but um, anybody else out in the industry, because there are a lot of people who I know who are not a part of the Promo Kitchen world who are doing the same thing. They are working mm-hmm. to elevate the industry. It kind of goes in hand in hand with your idea of the get in touch campaign. We need as an industry to elevate ourselves and put ourselves at the front of the conversation of marketing as opposed to at the back. And so I am thankful for all the people who are fighting that good fight. And um, then, you know, the team here at, at our office, uh, you got a chance to see a lot of them last week. Um, I did. I wouldn't be able to do a lot of the stuff that I do without them. Um, and that's sort of it's, a, it's a good group that are, is very tolerant of you. <laughs> that's exactly right. And then, um, you know, I, I, I feel really blessed with uh, family and friends, uh, wife, kids, um, surrounding family. And, and so, yeah, it's a good time of year. This is my favorite holiday. Uh, yeah, my, my too, because it's a time to express gratitude, and 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 I think you hit some really good ones there um, with Promo Kitchen and, and obviously your team and family and all that. I think I neglected one though, Kirby. Okay, I am super thankful that the good people at Bay State make an ice scraper yeah. that can clear my windshield Absolutely. so effortlessly with a minimum of, of calorie burning, so that I can get in my vehicle and deliver my own brand of marketing joy. To the masses. I love it, man. So if if anyone needs an ice scraper, who what clients right now don't need an ice scraper? You've got car dealerships, you've got rental car agencies, you've got uh, you know, even small businesses in a downtown area. What a great little giveaway to uh, not only promote your business, but to say thank you, then give an ice scraper. And again, you can visit baystate.com and find all manner of ice scrapers to fit any budget, any branding needs. So I'm thankful for the ma- magical people of Bay State who who uh, provide the, the fabulous ice scraper. Cool, man. Well, this is good. I Like like I said, this is one of my favorite holidays, and uh, I'm glad to hear it's yours. And I'm thankful for you, my friend. I appreciate you doing I was doing about to say the week. same thing. I was about to say the same thing. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for our partnership and uh, looking forward to continuing it for many, many uh, years to come. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We, On behalf of Kirby, and I'm going to speak for him, we hope everybody had a fabulous Thanksgiving and, and enjoyed uh, some family time, uh, hopefully not too many fights. Um, there's always fighting at Thanksgiving, and that, I think that's a, that might be a topic for next week, Kirby. What, what fights did we have at Thanksgiving? <laughs> I like it. All right. Have a good one, my friend. All right. See you. Once again, thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, brought to you by the good people at Promo Corner's Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals.